This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Airplane Nightmare. Inside the plane. Ladies and gentlemen, the fire trucks are on their way. As the passengers evacuate. It was horrifying. And... The hiker who claims he ran into America's most wanted man, Brian Laundrie. How sure is your husband that he saw Brian Laundrie? As Dr. Phil speaks to Gabby's parents. It's this kind of pleasure that he takes pulling the wool over the police eyes. Plus, double emergency. First, the 97-year-old granny is carried out on her chair. We got you. We got you. Then the rescuer has to be rescued. He's having a heart attack. Is he breathing? And school lunch crisis. This school official has to go shopping for thousands of students. To pull this meal off, we probably had to kind of finagle. Then, bathroom confrontation with the U.S. Senator. Pass the bill! As she gets the full SNL treatment. I'll never tell. And wedding dilemma. What happens when their big day falls on the same day as the big Tom Brady game? It's your wedding. You shouldn't have to share the spotlight with anyone. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. You may have heard about that scary moment just before takeoff when a large bird hit a jet as it was barreling down the runway. It ignited a fire in one of the engines. Well, now footage from inside the cabin shows just how scared those passengers were as they desperately tried to get off the plane. Les Trent spoke with one man whose only concern was saving his mother. It's a nightmare as a passenger jet takes off. A flight attendant tries to calm the passengers. Ladies and gentlemen, the fire trucks are on their way. Please remain, you do not have to get up. Please remain seated. Please remain seated. Flames and thick black smoke pour from one engine. We had a bird strike in the right engine. Passengers can't believe it. Then the pilot makes an announcement. Passengers line up for their turn on the emergency chute. The passenger shooting this video makes it to the door. Jump and slide. Give me your purse. Give me your purse. He gets out safely. Then looks back to see more drama. Help that lady, help that lady. In all the confusion, a bewildered little dog, dog runs around. Come here, puppy. Get the dog, get the dog. The drama happened aboard a Spirit Airlines flight here at Atlantic City International Airport in New Jersey. 
The plane was accelerating for takeoff bound for Fort Lauderdale when a large bird was sucked into the engine. I heard a very large thump. Pasquale Iyama was flying with his 98-year-old mother, Dominica. You were the last off. And we were. We were the last off. I looked at the flight attendants who weren't far away from me, and they were like, sir, sir. And I said, no, no, let everybody off. We will get off when everybody's off. I need help with my mother. Can you tell me what that was like to see your 98-year-old mother going down that slide? It was horrifying. Brian Dittman was also on board. Once people started screaming fire, it was definitely mayhem. In a statement, Spirit Airlines commended their crew for handling the situation, quote, swiftly and safely. They also gave the passengers full refunds. The search for Brian Laundrie now enters its third week, and more questions are being raised about how the person of interest in the Gabby Petito slaying could evade authorities for so long. There have been possible sightings of Laundrie, including one promising one from a hiker near the Appalachian Trail. Stephen Fabian with more on that. A hiker is convinced he ran into Gabby Petito's fugitive fiancé near the Appalachian Trail. Dennis Davis is still hiking the trail and unable to communicate with the outside world. I spoke with his wife, Tammy. How sure is your husband that he saw Brian Laundrie? He said he is 100% sure he would bet his life on it, that that was him. Davis, an engineer, says the encounter happened here, about eight miles south of the town of Hartford, Tennessee. He called 911, misidentifying Laundrie's last name as Lauer. 911, what's the location of your emergency? I ran into Brian Lauer just a little while ago. He was talking wild. He, t- he said that his girlfriend loved him and he had to go out to California to see her. He says America's most wanted man was driving a white pickup truck and stopped to ask Davis the way to California via only back roads. He says he directed laundry to Interstate 40, which runs 2,500 miles all the way to California. And Dennis just said his demeanor was off. He was At first he thought he was on drugs. He was kind of wigging out. He was not speaking clearly. Um, just very anxious, nervous. Meanwhile, Gabby Petito's family are revealing to Dr. Phil that they identified her body from a sweatshirt. They described a piece of clothing to me that matched um, one of her favorite sweatshirts that we knew was that we knew was hers. Many people thought that Brian was so distraught that he went off and killed himself, took his own life. Do y'all now 100% believe that he is out there hiding somewhere? You believe he's hiding somewhere? You believe he's hiding somewhere? Do you believe he's hiding somewhere? Uh, I do. Why do you believe that? Because he's a coward. Dr. Phil told me he sees disturbing warning signs about laundry in that now notorious encounter with cops. The manner in which he showed uh, this, what I call duper's delight, this kind of pleasure that he takes in being in control and pulling the wool over the police eyes. The fact that he was kind of smug about that whole situation uh, seems very manipulative to me, and that was troubling. Did they tell you anything about warning signs from Gabby and Brian's relationship in the past? In looking back, uh, you know, they do recognize that the engagement had been called off before this trip had taken place. Why was that the case? Dr. Phil is airing a two-part special on the Gabby Petito case Tuesday and Wednesday.
The hiker who thinks he saw laundry in Tennessee says he called the FBI and they called him back to get more information. The latest COVID challenge for schools is coming from the lunchroom. Around the country, school districts are having a hard time getting food to prepare and workers to serve it, leading to a critical situation. In fact, as Jim Murray reports, some school officials are taking matters into their own hands, actually shopping at local grocery stores for thousands of students. She looks like any busy mom running to the grocery store. But Danette Worthy is not shopping for her family. She's in charge of school lunches for 19,000 students in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Like lots of other school districts across the USA, they're having major issues here, getting enough supplies to feed the kids. So every day, the school's director of child nutrition jumps into her car and runs to the local grocery store. I needed to get some soy milk. We also bought some nine ounce cups. We got some tortilla chips and also some tortilla shells because those are things that we are having a hard time getting. She also has to move supplies from one school to another, hauling heavy boxes of produce around. And it's not just lunch food in short supply. Millions of paper plates and plastic forks and knives are stuck on container ships. And there are also shortages of cafeteria staff. Some kids at schools across the nation are taking to social media to complain about inedible food and sour milk. But in Tuscaloosa, there are no complaints. To pull this meal off, we probably had to kind of finagle within our schools and move some food around, but every kid got fed. Meanwhile, Dr. Fauci is responding today to the outcry over his Face the Nation interview Sunday. We can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell? You know, Margaret, it's just too soon to tell. Some thought he was suggesting we cancel Christmas. We're going to have Christmas. We don't need Dr. Fauci's permission to do that. No government bureaucrat will ever tell me how to celebrate Christmas. Fauci's nemesis, Senator Rand Paul, tweeted, I don't think anyone is going to be listening to Scrooge Fauci. I know I won't be. You know, I also said something over the weekend that was taken completely out of context. Today, Dr. Fauci clarified what he meant. That was misinterpreted as my saying, we can't spend Christmas with our families, which was absolutely not the case. I will be spending Christmas with my family. I encourage people, particularly the vaccinated people who are protected, to have a good, normal Christmas with your family. And speaking of the holidays and get-togethers, the CDC today put out updated guidelines saying if you're mixing people from different households, the parties should be held outdoors. But if you must be indoors, the CDC recommends you put a fan in an open window to help the circulation. Talk about a dilemma. A couple who are huge football fans planned their wedding and then found out it was going to be the same day that Tom Brady returned to New England with his new team, the Tampa Bay Bucks panic that their guests would pick the game over their big day, they came up with a pretty good solution. Megan Alexander with details. The biggest game of the season versus the biggest day of their lives? When Cameron and Melissa set the date for their wedding more than a year ago, they had no idea it would fall on the same day as Tom Brady's historic return to New England. Please welcome tonight's visitors. It was like 10 texts, 10 phone calls, uh, just sheer panic from everyone of what are we going to do for the game. Being huge fans of the New England Patriots, they totally understand. Because of COVID, every other date that 
would have been like made sense for us or been a good date for us was already taken. So they came up with a solution. We even put on our wedding invitation that we understand that the Patriots and Buccaneers game falls during our events. As such, we will be showing the game live. And that's exactly what they did. They set up a huge TV screen and showed the game right there on the dance floor. For me, it was perfect because I don't like to dance anyway. So, <laughs> Melissa, what about those people who say it's your wedding? You shouldn't have to share the spotlight with anyone. It was never a question of sharing that. It's just great. I get, to, I get to watch a football game at my wedding. That's awesome. So the wedding guests cheered on the bride and the groom and cheered Brady, who now plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, once the game got going, the wedding guests, as well as the crowd at Gillette Stadium, returned their allegiance to the home team. He got a tremendous ovation, but now that the game has started, enough of the romance. Brady and the Bucks won 19-17, to and at the end of the game, the greatest of all time shared a special moment with his former coach, Bill Belichick. Well, well there it is. Okay. And with that win last night, Tom Brady has now played against and beaten every team in the league. Meantime, one NFL coach has a little explaining to do after this video went viral. Uh-oh, this is not video any husband would want his wife to see. Urban Meyer, coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, was recorded with a young woman who appears to be grinding on him at a restaurant he owns. The same night, Meyer's wife tweeted this photo of herself and her grandkids. Meanwhile, I am babysitting, she wrote. Yikes. Meyer addressed the controversy during a team press conference today. Did you feel a need to apologize to your family? Oh, yeah. yeah, of course I did. Meantime, incredible heroism on display as good Samaritans rush into a burning house to save an elderly woman. Then the situation got even more frightening when one of the rescuers suffered a heart attack. Here's more on what turned out to be a double emergency. We got you! We got you! It's heart-pounding video of a house in flames and someone's trapped inside. Oh, God. That's not a bonfire. I could see the flames coming out of the window. Lariana Garvis was driving through the New Hampshire neighborhood when she came across the inferno. Come on, come on. She recorded the action as two brave bystanders carried an elderly woman from the flames right in her comfy armchair. You can see the soot from breathing in the smoke. Is anybody else in the house? No. With the woman safe and help on the way, Lariana thought things were okay. Then an unbelievable turn. It was maybe 10 seconds after they got her to safety. Oh God. One of the Good Samaritans collapses from a heart attack. Is he breathing? He had just saved her and then he went down. It was wild. It was wild. Is he vomiting? No. Roll him on his side. I threw my phone down and just started doing chest compressions. Lariana performed CPR until an ambulance arrived. And here's the Good Samaritan today from his hospital room. His name is Tom Keough. He's a 67-year-old retired paper supplier. A double emergency. First the lady, then the gent. Do it again in a heartbeat. We got you! We got you! And Mr. Kia will be having triple bypass surgery tomorrow. We sure do wish him the best. And this lady is known for her colorful wigs and her sense of fashion. She's one of the senators whose vote is needed to pass President Biden's infrastructure bill. And there seems to be no stopping the constituents of Senator Kristen Sinema from trying to talk with her. And that would include even a trip to the bathroom. It's U.S. Senator Kirsten Sinema 
confronted in a way that she probably never expected, on her way to the ladies' room. Actually, I am heading out. As she heads into the bathroom on the campus of Arizona State University, she's followed right in. We knocked on doors for you to get you elected. There, they wait and wait. Yep, they're still there when she comes out of the stall. Senator Cinema is calling the incident unacceptable. And so is President Biden. Senator Cinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From the, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. The moderate Democrat has come under fire by left-wing Democrats for not supporting the president's Build Back Better plan, which she says is too expensive. And it's safe to say the U.S. Senate has never seen anyone like her before. She's made quite the presence with her colorful wigs and bright outfits. Over the weekend, she got the full Saturday Night Live treatment. Look, as a wine-drinking bisexual triathlete, I know what the average American wants. They want to be put on hold when they call 911. They want bridges that just stop and car falls down. They want water so thick you can eat it with a fork. And I will fight for that no matter what. Unless my foot hurts, then I'll go back to Arizona. The senator injured her foot while running a marathon. Next, Target, Tesla. Why so many electric cars are being vandalized. I just couldn't believe someone did this. The attack with the shopping cart. The attack on a motorcycle. Then, supermodel Emily Ratajkowski's shocking allegation against Robin Thicke. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Those self-driving Teslas are being targeted by vandals. This woman is about to key a Tesla. Mean-spirited acts of vandalism are happening across the USA to Tesla owners, and they're all caught on security cameras, which are equipped on Teslas. Total damage, $1,500. Once is not enough for this woman who keys a Tesla twice. The same random attack happened to this Tesla owner. I was speechless, and then anger came in, and... I just couldn't believe someone did this on purpose. What's at the heart of this kind of vandalism? I think it's the presumption of Tesla owners being rich or snobby, goes one social media comment. It's not just keying, this guy rams a shopping cart into a Tesla. This driver swerves at full speed, aiming for the Tesla. And this motorcyclist yanks off a Tesla mirror. 
When we come back, the shocking thing a model says happened while shooting blurred lines. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It was a racy video when it came out, but now serious allegations are being made about blurred lines. Supermodel Emily Ratajkowski says she was groped by Robin Thicke while shooting the famous video for his hit, Blurred Lines. In her upcoming memoir, My Body, she writes, Suddenly, out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hands cupping my bare breasts from behind. I instinctively moved away, looking back at Robin Thicke. He smiled a goofy grin and stumbled backward. Thicke, who was married to actress Paula Patton at the time, has not commented on the allegation, but once admitted, I was high on Vicodin and alcohol when I showed up at the studio. When we come back, a very close encounter while fishing. Finally today, a little kid reels in a fish and then comes a big surprise. This little guy is reeling in a big fish. You got it, buddy. But wait, a hungry gator wants the catch of the day. Now it's time for dessert. Oh, my. There goes the fishing pole. And let him have it. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.